You're listening to the Membership Geeks podcast, bringing you proven practical tips and advice from the leading experts on growing a successful membership business. It's official. The Membership Geeks podcast is back. I'm your host, Mike Morrison, one half of the Membership Geeks, and it is so, so good to be back on the road with this show. I've missed you guys. Have you missed me? It's been almost a year since we went on hiatus with the Membership Geeks podcast, and literally since the day after that episode dropped, where we announced that that's what we'd be doing, people have been begging and begging and begging for the show to come back. Now, we first launched this podcast back in June. Wow, when was it? June, July 2015. So it had been like seven years of delivering these weekly episodes nearly 400 episodes. And honestly, we just needed a little bit of a, a timeout, a little bit of putting this on the back burner to recharge our batteries, refresh our energy, and also, you know, the, the look at different subjects and topics and angles that we could cover. We've covered so much ground here on the Membership Geeks podcast, and anyone who's listened to it for a long time will know that every episode is gold. Now, obviously, I'm a little bit biased, but the great thing is, like, even episodes back in 2015, they're still relevant today. The advice from years ago still applies because they are core principles of the membership world that are just universal, that are forever. And that's fantastic because it means you can dip in wherever you want to get really solid advice. But it also presents a little bit of a challenge for us because you run out of stuff to say. And so when we were contemplating bringing the show back, I sat down and kind of said, if I can come up with a year's worth of truly valuable episodes, either on topics we've not covered before, tactics or strategies that we've not covered before, or new angles, new approaches, new ways to get you to think, if I can come up with just a year's worth then we'll bring this thing back. Otherwise, there's not really much point. And so <laughs> I did that little exercise and kind of two or three years worth of topics later, I thought, okay, we're bringing this bad boy back. And here it is. Hopefully you're excited to have me back in your ears, coming out your speakers. Hopefully you're as excited as I am. I'm really, really pumped. I'm really, really buzzed to get back on this and start giving you those top tips, practical advice, and proven strategies to build, launch, and grow a successful membership business. Now, of course, if you want to grow a successful membership business, the number one place you need to be is our own membership about memberships, the original membership about memberships, and that's at membershipacademy.com. It's where Kali and I do our very best work. It's where you get access to our signature program, the Membership Roadmap, as well as an extensive library of training, of resources, of templates, of tools that will help you at every stage of your membership business. And all of the support and the community and the accountability and the access to us that you will need to help you on your journey, whatever stage you're at. So if you want to get serious about planning, building, launching, and growing a successful membership business, head on over to membershipacademy.com. I would love, love, love to see you there. All right. 
So today I'm talking all about why your membership needs a cart abandonment strategy. Quite often, if someone visits our membership site, our sales page, and they click through to the checkout, so they click that buy now or that join now button on your sales page, and then they disappear, they give up, they don't go on to actually register, we tend to interpret this as them simply deciding, you know what, I don't want to join anymore. They've decided against joining. They've had second thoughts. They've changed their mind. And while quite often that is why it happens, it's not always the case. In fact, in many times, it's the furthest thing from the truth. There are many different factors that could lead to someone abandoning the checkout process halfway through. So it's very important that every single membership business has a cart abandonment process or checkout abandonment process process depending on which side of the Atlantic you're on. I think over in the US they say cart, over in the UK we say checkout and goodness knows what else everyone everywhere else says. But whether it's cart or whether it's checkout, you need a strategy in place because otherwise you're losing sales from the people who did have every intention of joining but something just got in the way, something distracted them, something meant that they didn't follow through. So before we get into some of the things you need to do, let's talk about some of the main causes of cart abandonment strategy, because actually understanding why people abandon the checkout process, that's 90% of the battle. And really, the key to having a good process, a good approach in place, is challenging your own assumptions around why someone might have clicked on the buy now button, but not actually gone on to join. So, one of the first main causes of cart abandonment is that the checkout process is just too confusing. Maybe it's overly complicated. Maybe there's too many steps to complete or it's too long or there's more form fields than someone understands or someone thinks is reasonable or feels they have time to fill in. Maybe the information that's shown on your checkout page doesn't quite marry up with the information on your sales page. So there's a little bit of a disconnect there. That can be as simple as just the design or the layout being inconsistent, the company name, the product name, the, the logo. If there's something that doesn't feel right on your checkout form versus your sales page, that can put people off, especially if it's anything to do with the pricing terms, the billing terms as well. Perhaps you have an overly complex pricing structure. So if you have joining fees, you know, I, I mostly don't like joining fees. Or if you have a subscription amount that increases or even decreases after a set amount of time. Maybe you have irregular billing cycles. So rather than billing on the same day every month, you bill every 28 days. Some people do this and it can throw people off. Things like this or things like having lots of upsells or order bumps, lots of unnecessary information on that checkout page can make things very confusing for the potential new member. And this can cost you sales because it gives them too much to think about when they're at a point where they just want to join. And the more they're thinking, the more they're going to let anxieties or doubts or concerns or hesitations kick in. In fact, a 2020 e-commerce report showed that 21% of people abandoning carts did so because the checkout process was confusing. As is the case, in my opinion, for every aspect of your membership strategy, keeping things simple is the way. It's the whole KISS principle. Keep it super simple. Or if you want to be more insulting, keep it simple, stupid. 
So if your checkout process is too confusing, there's too much going on, there's a bit of a disconnect, it doesn't make sense to people, that's going to be potentially costing you sales. Another big cause of cart abandonment is the payment itself actually failing. So when someone fills everything in, pumps in their card details or selects their PayPal account, and then that payment just fails for whatever reason, whether it's insufficient funds, whether it's a problem with your payment processor, whether their card type isn't accepted, a potential member might give it two or three tries at most, but if their payment keeps on failing, then they'll give up, for now at least. Now, of course, this isn't always going to be your fault. In most cases, it's not your fault when this happens, but it does make it important to have things like multiple different payment options, support for multiple cards or payment methods, and clear error messages shown when a payment does actually fail so people can understand the reason, whether it's the card was declined, whether it's an unaccepted card type, or whether there's specific information missing. The clearer these kind of messages are, the more likely it is someone's going to be able to fix them, come back and join your site. And of course, this also emphasizes the need for you to follow up later to get someone to give it another try after they've spoken with their bank or after they've found a different payment card or something, whatever was the reason behind their failed payment. So failed payments can be a big, big cause of abandoned checkouts. Another reason the checkout can get abandoned is tech problems. If someone experiences technical problems during the sign-up, then that's obviously going to be an issue. This could be anything from your website being super slow through to it simply not loading at all. Broken images, error messages, form fields that aren't responsive when you click on them, problems connecting to your payment provider and so on. Now, tech problems are going to happen even with the most robust setup in the world. You might just get unlucky with the timing. Or it might actually be you know, someone trying to sign up, they're still on that 56k modem and they're wondering why everything is loading like it's 1999. Like a lot of this stuff can be outside of your control, but it's still worth understanding in terms of the effect that these kind of problems have on card abandonment. Now, unexpected costs are a big one. 51% of people who abandoned card, according to that study I mentioned before, did so because of extra charges that they weren't expecting. Now, that was an e-commerce report. It was a study into the broader world of e-commerce where obviously there's other charges involved beyond just the product. There's shipping, there's um, tax and stuff like that. So with memberships, you're not going to have those kind of extra costs. But if you do have a joining fee, if your sales paid pricing didn't include tax, but then that tax gets added on a checkout and it's actually more expensive than someone thought it was going to be, or if you have unclear payment terms, if you, you know, promote your pricing as, you know, it's it's 600 per year, but you actually show the monthly equivalent instead of the actual annual price they're going to pay today. Stuff like that can ruffle enough feathers, cause enough confusion to put people off joining or at least give them a reason to want to think their decision over a little longer rather than just joining there and then. And again, these abandoned carts are usually not related to something that you, the membership owner, has or hasn't done. Sometimes it is just bad timing. Someone may have been checking out your site with just a few minutes to spare. They were just clicking on the link just before they're about to go on a Zoom call, and then they closed that browser tab just to make sure, you know, their connection was stable or whatever. 
So they start the process of joining up, but then life just gets in the way. They remember that they have an appointment or that they forgot to send an email or their boss comes by and tells them to get back to work. They get a notification on Twitter or Facebook or threads, the new one. And so they close the window and they set a little mental note to come back and join later. And maybe they do, maybe they don't. So timing can be just one of those things that causes people to abandon car. On a similar note, maybe they're just very easily distracted. They're signing up and then ping, there's that notification we mentioned. Jan on Facebook just tagged you in a post. Oh my God, why was I pulling that face in that photograph? And who's that person I'm hooking? Hold on, let me just click through and check their profile. And then eight hours, hours later, you're deep into that rabbit hole with nothing to show for it other than three new Facebook friends and a deep desire to change your relationship status to it's complicated. It happens. People are easily distracted, especially online, so it's not uncommon to lose signups in the moment because someone has been pulled away by a shinier squirrel. Or maybe they were all good to go, but when it came time to enter their card information, they realised that they just don't have it with them. They thought they had their wallet in their office, in their pocket, within easy reach, and they were wrong. Or maybe they prefer to use their business credit card rather than their personal one, but they left that at home, or their business partner has it. Maybe their purse or their wallet is in another room and they're just too lazy to go and get it right now. So again, they make that mental note, that little mental sticky note to grab it next time they get up from their desk. And in the meantime, they'll just close the window on your site and, you know, assume or hope that they'll remember to come back later. And again, maybe they do, maybe they don't. Perhaps they had issues with one card, so they need to use another that they don't have to, to hand. Maybe they need their spouse's card, their boss's card. Forgetting the payment method, again, is a reason why people might abandon that process. Or finally, maybe they didn't actually have any intention of signing up, at least not now. Maybe they're just checking you out. Maybe they're another membership owner scoping your site out for design inspiration. Happens to us a lot. Perhaps it's a competitor snooping on you. <laughs> that happens to us a lot too. Or maybe you didn't actually put your pricing on the sales page. We see this a lot. People don't tell their sales page visitors what the price of the membership is. And so they create a situation where someone has to click through to the checkout in order to find out how much they would actually need to pay in order to join. So there's no actual buying intent being demonstrated by the fact someone's on your checkout page. So they're not potentially a lost sale because they were still in information gathering mode. They weren't starting the buying process. And by the way, don't make people click through to your checkout to find out the cost. Put the price on the sales page. Have some confidence in your product and your pricing. Not only is that just better practice, but it also means that you can implement things like a card abandonment strategy because you can definitively say when someone clicks through to the checkout, that is a good indicator that they are ready to buy. So, as you can see, there's a whole bunch of different reasons potential members might give up partway through the registration process and abandon their cart. Them doing so does not mean it's game over. It does not mean that they've changed their mind. A lot of the things that will cause people to abandon the checkout process are easily prevented, and many of those that can't be prevented can be salvaged after the fact. One thing is for certain, failing to have a solid cart abandonment strategy is costing you money. So, what can you do about it? 
Well, there's a bunch of ways that you can improve your checkout experience. Make sure it's as simple as possible, that you're only asking for information that you actually need over as few steps as possible. 90% of the time, you do not need the phone number of someone joining your online membership. And yet, a lot of checkout forms will ask for this information, but they'll never use it because it's an online world. Most people aren't calling their members on the phone. So think about your checkout process. Think about how you can improve it, how you can minimize the information you're asking for, make it as clear and as simple as possible. And make sure that you're actually testing it out for yourself to ensure that it works, to ensure that it makes sense, and to ensure that there aren't any technical hiccups. You can make changes to your website to your sales page to ensure that everything is as clear as can be and that there's nothing which will confuse or put people off. If you have complex pricing terms, think about how you can really achieve clarity in the way that you communicate those to your members. If you have joining fees, make sure that they're clear. If you are promoting your pricing using that that method I mentioned before where you know, people will take the annual price, but the price they show prominently on the sales page is what that annual price breaks down to on a monthly basis. Now, that's not a bad thing necessarily to do, but it is going to confuse some people. And you can understand why people might look at something that says the membership costs $50 per month and assume they're going to be paying $50 per month when actually, if they look at the small print, they'll see that it's it works out at $50 per month, but what they need to pay today is $600. Stuff like that, clarify, 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 simplify as much as possible so you're not confusing or putting people off. That's just good practice in general, not just for the purposes of cart abandonment. You definitely want to make sure that you're following up with cart abandons via email. Ensure that you have an email automation that's triggered buy an abandoned checkout, which tries to get people back to your site to finish signing up and make sure you're sending out that first follow-up email within an hour of that card being abandoned. The way you would set this up will depend on your tech. Some membership plugins like MemberPress will do that for you. If you're using WordPress, but your membership plugin doesn't have card abandoned features, then there's a great plugin called WP Fusion which can enable you to do that. Or your email marketing system, if it has site tracking like ActiveCampaign does, you can trigger those automations based on people visiting the URL of your checkout page. So the tech side of things can get a little bit more complex for how you trigger these email follow-ups, but you want to find a way to make sure that you have a follow-up campaign in place to email anyone who abandons the car process. You can even use Facebook or Google retargeting to show ads to people who abandon the sign-up process to try to nudge them back, give them some sort of special offer or trial, or maybe show them other content that will aid the buying decision like case studies or behind-the-scenes videos to try to encourage them to come back and join. So it's absolutely vital to have a cart abandonment strategy in place. Without one, you're losing members and you're losing money. So much of this does come down to, first of all, challenging that assumption that an abandoned cart is lost forever and realizing the majority 
are going to be salvageable, understanding the reasons why people would abandon their cart and implementing some of the tactics that I talked about, either just making those improvements in your checkout process and eliminating some of those things that will be putting people off, as well as using email follow-ups and potentially even retargeting ads to get people back to finish what they started, complete registration and become a member of your site. And if you're a member of Membership Academy, we actually have an in-depth workshop on creating your cart abandonment strategy. We dive deeper into the specific changes and improvements that you can make to reduce abandoned carts and the tactics you need to implement in order to salvage those lost sales and get people back to your membership to sign up, including some of the tactics I mentioned on this episode and a few more as well. And we even provide the copy and paste email templates for you to use in your follow-up campaign to those card abandonments too. So if you're a member of Membership Academy, you'll find this workshop in the training library. If you're not a member, head on over to membershipacademy.com where you can sign up for instant access to this workshop so you can get cracking with your card abandonment strategy. Because as should hopefully be clear from this episode, this is something absolutely every membership owner should have in place. In fact, anyone selling anything online should have a solid cart abandonment strategy. It really is that important. And hopefully today's episode has given you a better understanding and appreciation for why having a cart abandonment strategy is so crucial, why people might be abandoning that sales process and why it doesn't mean that they're lost forever and what you could be doing to get them back and to get them signed up to your membership. That is it from me for this return episode of the Membership Geeks podcast. That was fun, right? I enjoyed that. It's good being back behind the mic. Hopefully you found this useful. I'll be back again next time with another installment of the Membership Geeks podcast. Bye for now. If you enjoyed this week's episode of the Membership Geeks podcast, we invite you to check out membershipacademy.com. Membership Academy is the original membership about memberships, and it's the essential resource for anyone at any stage of starting, growing, and running a successful online membership business. Whether you're still trying to figure out what your idea is going to be and you need some help making it a reality, or whether your website is already up and running and you're looking for ways to grow and attract new members, then Membership Academy can help you to get to the next level. Not only do you get access to our step-by-step membership roadmap, our extensive training library, and exclusive member-only discount and tools, you'll also become part of our supportive, active community of membership owners that will help you along the way in your journey with feedback, encouragement, and advice. All of this and more make Membership Academy the number one place to be for anyone looking to start, manage, and grow a successful membership business. Check it out and join the community at membershipacademy.com.